Joining us right now on the Knockout Sports Show hotline here on the podcast is the head coach of the Skyview Falcons. It is Coach Nathan Wall joining us. Coach, it is great to chat with you. Hope you're doing well today. Yeah, awesome, Coach. Or, uh, thanks, Anthony. Appreciate you having me on. Not a problem, Coach. Uh, listen, it's been fun to chat with you. I know I chatted with you uh, last year and, and years before, so it's great to chat with you once again. Um, I know you guys had a, you know, a good year last year, three wins, getting into the playoffs. So let me just start there. Um, going from last season, going into this off season, we'll get into the coach stuff here in a second, but just how much momentum do you take away from last season, getting to the postseason, and how much can that carry you into this year? Yeah, I think, you know, one of the biggest things was um, uh, our, our group last year, we had a small group of seniors that meshed really well with our junior group. So we have a lot of kids back, and I think they always knew that they could be the one to, to start getting some wins in, in the book, and, and uh, they have high expectations for themselves. So, you know, I think just being able to validate that with, with some victories last year, being able to – you know, get to that first round of the playoffs and and um, compete. I, I think that they're feeling very very confident that they can continue that momentum and and just take things one game at a time. But but uh, it's a, I think just really big to get over that hurdle for our kids and and more than anything, just get them get them experiencing that positive feeling of a victory. So that's where we're at right now. Coach, uh, along with last year, you guys had to battle through COVID. So in five to ten years' time, if someone would come up to you, how would you describe trying to coach through COVID? <laughs> you know, um, it, it's one of those things when you have so many things on the table that you can't control, it, it really makes you focus on the stuff that you can. Um, so as difficult as it was, I mean, at any point, you could have a player just taken off the field, um, you know, taken out of the game or taken out of the game for the week and, um, you know, for nothing they did. They literally sitting next to somebody who um, might have gotten COVID and, and, you know, there was just, it's one of those things. A lot of times we look for, for fault in all these different things and it's nobody's fault. And so um, realistically speaking, I think for us as coaches and, and for our team, uh, that's what we did. We just really focused on what we could control. We focused on a day in, day out, making sure that next guy up was ready, making sure we took took advantage of every opportunity we had to be on the field because we didn't know when it, you know, could be taken away. And that's always true every season, especially in this game of football where, you know, things can happen and all of a sudden you're not playing football anymore. But it was completely amplified last year with COVID and, um, you know, I think we're moving in the right direction. Coach, looking at this off season here, we were able to get the spring sports in, and we get track and field in as well. Um, how has this off season been for you guys? Has it felt like you've gotten at least a little back to normal, or back to normal compared to where you guys were and how you were training in 2019? Yeah, absolutely. I think first and foremost, I, I think you you. Uh, brought up having a track season it's it's just so important to football um track is track is uh such an important off-season sport for our athletes and and being able to get them competing in track and getting better um getting faster improving um themselves as athletes and competitors is so important so we love our kids to play um you know three sports if they can uh you know wrestling and basketball and 
Um, we have some that, that swim as well, but uh, especially just the complement between football and track, that was huge. Uh, so we had a number of kids do that and, and really, really improved athletically. Um, and they're really stepping up, in the, even in their confidence. Uh, second, I think just being able to hit the hit the summer, do things like visit uh, the middle schools and communicate with those kids. When we do hit the summer, you know, COVID's still around, and it's something that we have to be mindful of and and take the correct precautions of. I think that, as we always said, we we learned a lot of lessons last year as far as ensuring that that we're just creating a safe environment. Period. Um, and, and making sure that in that realm of communicable diseases or th- things that can be transferred. I mean, the weight room can be, uh, a place where those are transferred easily. So we've been doing a good job trying to keep that cleaning up, trying to make sure that we're always, uh, getting on our kids again, not just for COVID, but for all things. And, mm-hmm. um, but that, that all being said, being able to get in the weight room like we have, um, you know, no, no real real regulations on on how many kids we can have in there, which you know we're just limited more by weight room size than than anything that that uh, COVID regulations could do. So we were able to have full weight room, multiple sessions. That's just been absolutely huge for us. Um, you know, so it's not gone, but we are taking huge steps, and it's felt uh, a lot like more like normal. Um, and then again, like just just the positives that we got from from not only reminding us of things in COVID, but, but forcing us to, to rethink how we do some things um, and and really catching on to some good methods of getting our kids in to work out, getting our kids in consistently, um, getting our kids adapted to our program who are new to it and all that. It's been great. Coach, something that you talked about in your answer there was the track and field season. So let me kind of get your thoughts on this because we talked about momentum uh, from last season, but how much momentum can kids carry from having a good track and field season going into the off season and essentially three months later uh, ultimately get ready for the football season? Oh yeah, I mean I think I think it's no surprise that if you look at uh, the the two top divisional winners in in boys uh, track, it was our two competitors in the state championship last year. That's just I, I mean it. It's, uh, it's no surprise for us, uh, who are around football all the time. We just know the importance and the, the, uh, association between success on the track and success on the field. And when you can get kids doing those two things, um, not only does it, does it bring momentum to the program, but it just gives those kids confidence that they can do the things that they're, uh, that they're capable of doing. And you talk about the ultimate team sport in football. And then, you know, for more or less a very individualized sport in track, um, but it, they work hand in hand because our kids are forced to step into those blocks. And I think any anybody who's ever run track before in their life, that feeling right before you take off in those blocks and the, the thing you have in the pit of your stomach knowing that you're out there on your own, um, that's a feeling we can't replicate just in the weight room or we can't just replicate that by doing some extra sprints. That's something that we can only get on the track. You know, same thing with our throwers, just having to step in, all eyes on me, and make things happen. That confidence helps develop our players. So when it comes down to it and their teammates rely on them, they have no problem stepping up. So that's something we're continuing to try to improve. Um, our track coach, Coach Polko, 
is uh is outstanding. He's he's doing a great job trying to build that program up and it's something that that our leaders within our football and track programs are just continuing to to push. Coach, you guys went to the Montana State uh, camp just a few uh, weeks ago. Uh, so let me get your thoughts on that. Uh, what did you take away from that camp for your team? Yeah, I think anytime you hit June, you you got to get a good a good mixture of competing, um, competing, and and really trying to perfect your task or or excuse me, trying to um, per, uh, perfect your craft. Um, but also just just letting kids enjoy football together, and that's one thing you know when when you look at years past, especially with us here, how we've gone through challenges with trying to win football games and kids feeling the stress of that. Um, you know, we really try to remind our kids how fun their game is, and not only how fun it is, how fun it is together. And so that that's kind of our biggest thing. I think anytime you go away for camping this summer, the ultimate goal has to be that you're going to to build team chemistry. And that's the biggest team builder we have all summer long. You know, you get to day three of MSU camp when you've had multiple sessions. You've been playing football for for two days, two days straight, and you're sore and hurting. But you look right next to you and you got a brother who's going through the same thing. You know, those are those are things you just never forget. And um, you know, even even to this day you run into your buddies and you still talk about, you know, the way you feel felt at MSU camp or at Grizz camp and and so that's that's first and foremost the the most important thing we get out of there. Um secondly I think for us it was it was really fun to see how much depth we actually have. We really challenged some of our younger guys to step in. You know, that's a great opportunity to just get as many reps for everybody as you can. And we have some young guys who really stepped in and showed that they can they're ready to put it on the table right now um and so so those are probably the two biggest biggest takeaways i think i think we came together as a team um which i'm really excited about and then we just have a lot a lot more trust in each other and and trust in our whole team's abilities to make things happen Coach, for you, how exciting is that aspect? When you, you see that depth, you see some of these young guys, how much does that allow you in your mind, whether it's on the whiteboard, chalkboard, blackboard, or just even on, on film or whatever, to get creative with your team and your roster? Well, I think, I think you're exactly right. I think, I think a, a, just, you know, as a football coach, you get a little giddy when you know that you have, have guys that can perform and perform consistently. You know, you look at guys who might play the same position but can both uh, be very, uh, very serviceable or really make things happen at that position. Um, I, I think it just makes you excited to think about how how you can uh, move the ball more effectively, how you can um, call multiple plays, and, and you know that everybody on the field uh, can make something happen at any given time. Um, and more importantly, I think, you, you know, you look at the – the depth has an ability to keep kids healthy throughout a full season, which, you know, we're going to have extra, extra games back to a full schedule this year. Um, so that's going to be very important, making sure that kids are healthy, not only through a full season, but into the fourth quarter and that you're playing your foot best football at that point. So those are very exciting things to come out of camp with, um, you know, as opposed to times where you come out the other way. Um, hopefully that doesn't happen. To, 
to a lot of us, but I know once in a while it does. And and so no, we're we're very excited about all of our our guys' ability to uh, challenge themselves on the field. Coach, let's talk about your roster here, and let's start with the quarterback position. Uh, Dylan Goodell, uh, what do you think about him? What did you take away from his performance last year, and how have you seen him kind of either improve, or what are some things that you've liked that you've seen from him so far this offseason? Yes, sir. I think I think one of the things about Dylan, um, you know, there, there's just there's just so many positives about about him as a young man, and I think I think first and foremost, uh, the kid is absolutely uh terrific as far as um how he approaches all things in his life you know you hear frequent comments about how much uh how much other teachers love having him in class or our secretaries and stuff like that and and that number one is the most important thing because we're trying to get our kids to be the best adult or best best young man they can possibly be so dylan is absolutely the epitome of that he's he um he takes that on his shoulders and makes sure he's always always uh impacting his his teammates, his friends, his teachers and those around him. Um next I think that Dylan is he man, that kid loves football. And he, he is all about it all the time. He's put a ton of work in the off season and he's always gonna be as big as a critic. So he he definitely uh challenges himself and has challenged himself to get better uh have very specific things throughout the off season, and it's so fun to watch him in these these two camps throughout the summer. Just not only how much he's gotten better from camp to camp, but how much he's gotten better from the end of the season going into this season. And then lastly, anytime you have a kid who can get experience as a sophomore like Dylan did and a junior, um, but especially especially just come back with experience on the varsity playing field, the game just slows down and. I can I can definitely see that in Dylan. You know, it's funny in the off season you 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 don't let him run a lot. <laughs> you make him throw the ball. You make him sit in the pocket. You make him do those those tough things. But I think that's even an aspect of his game that's going to be tremendously improved just because of his work in in the weight room and trying to be the best athlete he can be. So he brings a ton to the table, um, and most importantly, just just his mindset. Um, is is one of the most is one of the biggest things he brings. Coach, you had two All State players uh, make that awards list last year. That was Peyton Sanders and Kailua uh, Fafu Paitu. And again, yep. uh, thanks to you and Coach um, uh, Roberts on your staff as well for helping me out with the pronunciations. And again, I hope yeah. I said correctly. But let's yeah. go with Kailua. Um, what is what have you seen from him in the off season, and how is he getting better? Yeah, so Kailua. Um, Kailua and his, his older brother, Tahuna, is a senior and he did a lot of good things for us too. Um, you know, Kailua played outside backer for us. He might move around a little bit. Uh, but I tell you what, you talk about two kids and the Fossil Pico boys that, uh, they're just, they're just awesome young men. And they, they really grind in the weight room. They, they love competing and, um, they have each other. So Tahuna is going to be a senior and Kailua is going to be a junior. Um, and they feed off each other like crazy. And, and it's awesome. You know, their, their relationship as brothers is really what we want to, um, replicate within our whole team. We talk about being a family, uh, family over friends. And, you know, sometimes you get after your brother a little harder than you would with your friend. And, um, 
and put your put your family first and foremost, and that nothing ever breaks that bond, and that's something that that we want to see within our whole team. So having that right there, uh, being demonstrated day in day out with how they push each other, um, but how they you know love one another and and um, love this team, I think is is huge. Uh, I tell you what, just the off season growth they've made as athletes is is outstanding. You know, we continue on that path. And if we if we continue to uh, have them be the role model for how we how we get better in this program, we're gonna we're gonna go very very far. Um, so I'm I'm really excited about Kailua's growth, uh, and not only that, he's he's been a great leader and and uh, brought those other leaders together. We got a number of them. Coach, taking a look at your other player that made the All-State team was Peyton Sanders. He did a lot of great things for you guys as well. Uh, so how's his summer been? Where have you seen some things that have really impressed you? Yeah, I think, I think you know, first even backing up further, I think we all can remember um, Peyton Sanders in the basketball state tournament. And, you know, just just talking to him after the semifinal game against Sentinel, you know, he's – he was just dog tired and played unbelievably, and, and just I, I think that was such an awesome display of his competitiveness and what he can do when he's really driven to make things happen. And um, so I just had you know there just takes so much joy in watching our kids achieve and and really push themselves to do everything they possibly can. And and, and so we had so much fun watching him win the MVP of the state tournament. Um, be a leader on a, uh, on a big team of seniors. Um, you know, that was such a, uh, well, well put together basketball team. Coach Morales, Coach Morales is outstanding. You know, one of my, one of my good friends, we work closely together every day. And, and, uh, so we were just very happy that he got to experience that. And, uh, I, I think that's, that's just right, riding right into this season. I think that's something where he, he's just one of those kids. And there's not very many of those kids that can do that, but, but he's one of those kids But you can see that switch flip. And once he does, he's he's going to make some big-time plays. And uh, he did that a couple times for us last season, uh, which was really big. And so we're just trying to uh, keep rolling with that. Now, I'm very excited for, for Peyton's season. Um, and then once again, I just think, like, how that's reflected on his teammates um, and his ability when he steps up as a leader uh, is, is so important, and I think he's been a big part, uh, just like those other guys have been, of, of just bringing guys along and really empowering their teammates to be the best they can possibly be. Coach, let's talk about another guy for your team, uh, Paulo Salmanen. Uh, what's Salmanen, he, what's yeah. his offseason? Yeah. Uh, what's his offseason been like? Yeah. So Paulo's Paulo uh, is a wrestler, so his. His freshman year, he competed on Saturday night. Um, this year, so so, uh, so we got second his, his freshman year in state, and this year um, he fell a little bit short of that. He had, a, he had a really tough side of the bracket. And I tell you what, that kid does not back down from anything. And he was undersized for us a little bit last year as a sophomore, as most sophomores are. Um, but man, he was gritty, and I've just been so excited to see how competitive he's been in in the weight room. He, he just wants more all the time. You know, being a wrestler, I think that's one of the things I just, I, I love, um, coaching wrestlers because they just, they just never back down from anything. And, and, uh, Paulo, Paulo has grown up in that with his life. And, uh, so he's, he's really, 
really been, stepped up as a leader coming into his junior year. He also ran track this offseason, and it was just crazy to see his improvement um, in his speed and his flexibility, just his overall improvement as an athlete throughout that track season. So he's, he, he's one of those guys who's stepped up as a, as a vocal leader for our team. Um, and he's, he's really stepped up as just, just putting that standard in place that, um, we're here to work. We're here to work all the time and we embrace that. So Paul is going to be a big part of what we're doing the next few years. Coach, taking a broader view of your roster right now and looking at some key position groups, offensive and defensive line, I know it's always cliche, and we hear it all the time that it starts in the trenches, but it's true. There's a reason why it's a cliche. But how do you feel about those two areas right now? Yeah, for sure. I think I think for the first time since I've been here, um, we're in, in really good shape. Bennett Skyview, that is. Um, we're in really good shape with returners. And we've always um, – you know, this is the first time we're going to have – have three offensive linemen return with varsity experience and anytime you can do that have two to three offensive linemen come back um gosh it just it just helps you out so much and i think you look at at the big time teams in the state and that's that's usually one of the driving factors is they have an offensive line who battled through things as a junior because that's one position especially that as as a junior if you're um as a junior or a sophomore, I mean, you're working through stuff, and and you are not the biggest kid on the on the field, and you learn that really quick. So being able to work with those kids to harness their skills um, and really fall back on good technique in order to uh, accommodate the fact that they're not the biggest kid on the field, and you know, at that time, now all of a sudden they spend an off season getting bigger and stronger and growing as as kids always do from their junior to senior year. Now, it's just, just like with quarterback, the game slows down. It becomes easier because they're, they're able to be more physical and they feel more physical because they're stronger. And uh, so that, that's a really big thing for us on the offensive line. Um, and then just the consistency in, in knowing what we're doing. Those guys, you don't, you don't have to coach them two, three, four times on the same thing. They know what we're doing and they, they can work as good leaders to help fill in those other, other two spots, you know. Um, so that's been that's been huge. Right now, we are with the head coach of the Skyview Falcons, Nathan Wall, as we are talking about his team and getting ready for the 2021 high school football campaign. Uh, coach, let's talk about some grinders. Let's talk about some gym brass. Let's talk about some film junkies as well. Um, who are some guys that stand out in your mind that do one or the other? Um, whether they, they they love the weight room, they love the process, or they, they like studying film, watching film. You have some guys like that. Uh, yeah, I, I think we have, uh, I think we have a number of, a number of those guys. First off, our, our three linemen that are returning. So that's, uh, Dylan Zoller, uh, Ice Ratnapath and, and, uh, and, uh, Hunter Nixdorf. And those, those three are, are weight room grinders. They love the weight room. They love to, to move big weight around and they love to, to really get each other to do the same thing. So, um, they've been, they've been outstanding. Um, you know, we mentioned, we mentioned Dylan with how much he's put, time he's put in. He loves watching films. He loves studying the game of football. Um, and we have, we have some kids who, uh, played a little bit for us last year. Um, and we expect great things for them. So Dylan Barrington Miller, um, played a little bit at running back for us last year. We were a little bit deeper at the time. Um, so he didn't play as much, but I tell you what, he, 
he is a wrestler too. He has gotten, um, he has continued to, to grow as a competitor. Uh, he's continued to grow in his understanding of what we're doing. And he is, he is a scary athlete and he, he is super fast, runs track. Um, one of our fastest sprinters and, um, just, just a very physical kid too. So Dylan, Dylan's going to be, uh, great little running back and outside backer for us. Um, we have, uh, oh boy, we have a, a, a few kids. Michael Davidson played outside receiver for us last year. Michael is, is the same way. He loves, he loves the, uh, loves the weight room, loves, loves to watch the film and he's studied up for us. He's going to be one of those kids who just does things right all the time at receiver and he, and he's going to, um, do those things at safety for us too. So he's played it. He's put a ton of work in this offseason to be a pretty, uh, profound player for us. Um, we we have a young man, Brecken Wilson. He's he's going to be a junior, and he's one who just really put him in the mix, put himself in the mix as far as uh, being able to compete on the varsity playing field, both in the weight room and his intelligence and, and what we're doing. He's just a very smart kid, both in the classroom and on the field. Uh, so we're excited about him as well. Um, boy, you know we we have. Uh, uh, another, another kid who's battling back from injury, uh, Bridger Yates. He, the Bridger's a, a tall young man. He's six, I think he's six five. Um, he's gonna play, uh, kind of a tight end age back position for us and an outside backer. He's one who, he knows where his, uh, challenges are as far as not being able to play over the last little bit, uh, and especially last year with some, injury problems so he's just been working very hard he's one who's always texting me you know asking me if film's up asking me about questions about film and uh, just really striving to to learn more and get better at his position and uh so those are the types of guys that just just take you to the next level and and realistically i think it all stems from those leaders the more they uh push each other and the more they they develop other leaders within our program um, the more everybody uh, becomes, you know, or challenges themselves to become better in the game somewhere or another, whether that's in film, in the weight room, or both. Right now we are with the head coach of the Skyview Falcons, Nathan Wall, as we're talking about the 2021 season as uh, we're just a couple of weeks away from the start of camp and about a month away from the start of the high school football season. Uh, coach, also I want to get your thoughts uh, in the double-A. It doesn't get any easier. In the eastern double-A, there's some really good quarterback play along in the west. Uh, three names have kind of, you know, start from the top uh, with Hewitt and Claunch and Harris. You see two of those. Uh, quarterbacks within your conference as well. So just give me your thoughts about the level of quarterback play over the last couple of years. You know, usually it seemed like it was like, okay, one or two teams maybe had a stud here and there. But uh, now it seems like everybody's got a pretty good quarterback, a quarterback that really understands the game and can make some plays for them. Yeah, I think first and foremost, the level of athlete those guys are um, is what really drives it. You look at those kids and you see them. Um, doing big things, you know, in, in basketball, obviously, uh, with Harrison and, and track, both of them. I mean, it's just crazy to watch those kids, um, perform on multiple playing fields. So I think that just draws back to our earlier conversation about multi-sport athletes and what they bring to the table. Second, I think, uh, it, 
it really uh, is a reflection of the coaches we have in in this league in the Double A. I think we just have really really great coaches, and they take the time to develop those young quarterbacks. And when you get uh, special athletes like those kids are, um, they they just have such great skills and, and abilities to teach those kids how to be the best they can be. And then they adapt their offenses around them. And I think that's that's something that we always try to do um, with our quarterbacks is make sure their offense reflects the things that they can do well and and then really empower them to be the leaders on the field and, and be um, take that offense and run with it. And you look at all the all those coaches as well as those athletes and and I just have so much respect for what they do and the way they they make their kids the most successful they can be. So it's it's been it's been thoroughly impressive to have uh, these quarterbacks around. I, you know, I always, um, I always look at, you know, multiple quarterbacks have been good throughout the years. I think there's always probably, like you said, um, there's, there's always one or two that finish, um, pretty high, but man, there is so much competition. You think a few years ago, uh, when we had, uh, uh, and Erbacher and, uh, Brown and boy, it's, mm-hmm. it's just crazy sometimes when you get, get those seasons, you're, you're exactly right. You get those seasons with multiple really effective quarterbacks, and, and it makes for a fun game. Coach, let me get your thoughts on the Eastern AA Conference here. Again, uh, every year it just gets tougher. It never gets easier, obviously. Yep. Uh, so yep. let me get your thoughts. What do you think about the East? Yeah, I think, I think you're exactly right. It's You know, certainly uh, West is bringing a ton of kids back. They've had um, a, a lot of guys who – have performed very well um, over the last few years, and they've played at a high level with with young young guys too. And so they're they're a very scary team. We see them a lot in the off season, and uh, get together with them and Skelly and Camp, and and so they look good as usual. I think they, they you know they always do a good job of developing those leaders as well, who who not only do a good job on the field, but they do a good job with their teammates. And and so they're going to be a tough team. Um, I tell you what, we spent a lot of time with with uh, seniors as well, and boy, they have some some very effective athletes. I think they're going to be a tough team, and and really, you just kind of fall down the line from there. I think I think uh, every everything from there is is uh, is just in the mix, and and obviously, like I said, I think um, West High just because of what they did last year is returning as as a favorite in the conference, but every single program in this in this Eastern Double A is getting better. So nothing's a, nothing's a gift or nothing's a given around here. Um, and you got to be prepared to play every single game because, as I said before, the coaches in this league are going to uh, make sure they are. Uh, it's it, it's so fun. It, it really is. I just have so much respect for the teams that we have. You look at, um, you know, Bozeman and, and now Gallatin just coming off a year full of juniors. You know, we're excited to have three O-linemen back as that they played their junior year. They have their entire team back as mm-hmm. who played as juniors. So that anytime you get those teams, um, they're going to be effective really quickly. I, I just think it's uh, it's a really exciting time. If you're not doing something on Friday nights, you better go watch double-A football. Coach, my final question for you is this, as uh, you will also get to see Western teams this year. Didn't get to do that last year, uh, but you'll be able to see the Flathead Braves because that's a team that you'll open up with uh, at home. So just give me your thoughts on, on playing the West again and, and opening up against the Flathead Braves with a new head coach. Yeah, I think that 
first, it's just it's just good for our league to be able to play those teams um, all across the state. There's just so many good teams out there, and and that was one of the bigger challenges. And it was very it was kind of subtle. We didn't realize it until all of a sudden you get to coaches meetings and you're talking and or you're preparing for coaches meetings at the end of the season and you're like, geez, I'm I didn't see this team, this team, this team, and and um, and it, it, it was too bad. Uh, I think that there's just such good football played across the state, and and it's so good for us to all play one another and, and get those experiences um, challenging everybody in the state, see where we're at. Um, <clears throat> you know, as far as us going with the, with Flathead, I think, you know, when I think of Flathead, I always think of a, a gritty team that's going to play very physically, and um, they're going to do a great job being disciplined within their program. So, you know, I know they have a new coach with Coach Cummings, but we've we've talked a number of times, and know I've uh, had the privilege of being around him uh, quite a bit over the last you know eight years, and I think he's going to do a good job. That's that's exactly what's going to happen. He's going to come in there with with discipline and consistency and grit, and we're going to have to be prepared for it. I think. Your guest is the head coach of the Skyview Falcons. It is Nathan Wall. Coach, really appreciate the time. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Knockout Sports Show podcast. I really appreciate it. And can't wait to chat more football and, and chat actual games with you here very, very shortly. Absolutely, Anthony. Thanks for having me on.